I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the live mic final segment of the day. Uh, I want to be, I'm going to speak in just a moment to Kaysville City Mayor Katie Witt. She's running for Congress. But before I do that, I want to uh, go back to that last discussion you and I were having about VE Day. There was an announcement made by Churchill, and uh, producer Amy pulled that up for me. It's real brief. I want you to hear it, though, just so you can hear uh, the voice of the person announcing the end of hostilities in Europe uh, the day he did. It's fascinating. Listen up. The German war is therefore at an end. We may allow ourselves a brief period of rejoicing. That's it. Pretty simple. And here in America, here's a a little view of how the news was reported. Throughout the world, throngs of people hailed the end of the war in Europe. It is five years and more since Hitler marched into Poland. Years full of suffering and death and sacrifice. Now the war against Germany is won. Now, we Americans, we still had a little bit of fight left 75 years ago today, but imagine the relief for those who were deployed to the European theater. Uh, What a wonderful day. Uh, What a wonderful testament to the sacrifice that uh, was made by not only us Americans, but the allies uh, around the world. Uh, I just wanted to let you hear that audio because I thought it was so interesting and fascinating. Now, uh, we're going to chat with Katie Witt, Kaysville City Mayor. Uh, Mayor, how are you? Great. Thank you so much for having me, Lee. No, it's my pleasure. Uh, Listen, can we start with with a question I'd like to ask you about General Flynn? You you made a statement uh, following the news that General Flynn, or at least the case by the Department of Justice against General Flynn, uh, was going to be dropped. Uh, How do you respond to that? You know, what is so frustrating, I think, to most Americans is this sense that there is this this beast in Washington, D.C. It's not Republican. It's not Democrat. It's these unelected bureaucrats who have power to, uh, to make your life miserable. And that, I think, is what uh, General Flynn experienced. And he is a, a warning to all of us that we've got to get this beast back in the cage. The people who should be making the rules and regulations are not the unelected bureaucrats. They are the Congress of the United States of America, and that's how you put that beast back in the cage. And you, uh, ma'am, see yourself as the the, the first district's uh, most best positioned and suited and equipped uh, choice to represent the district in Congress. Um, I do. I think that um, we we need somebody who's going to get out there, swing for the fences. I am a bold leader, and I think I've I've proved that plenty of times. And what I want to see us do is the first thing we need to do is we need to reopen America. Um, We need to do it safely and effectively, but we need to get our economy back on track. That's job number one. Second thing that we need to do is we have to stop socialism. That is originally what got me into this race in the first place when AOC uh, ran and won on socialist principles. I said, what is happening in this country. And we've got to push back on that. And if you want to see what socialist principles look like, uh, you know, uh, if, if 
if our country doesn't open up again, that that's what it looks like. And also, we still have we got to fix our broken borders. We've got to bring down health care prices. There's so much that needs to be done. And I, I am excited to be able to get back there and get to work. You mentioned uh, specifically in the case of General Flynn that it was an army of unelected bureaucrats that have caused him uh, so much trouble and that are uh, wreaking havoc on the United States. How do you combat what you describe as this army of bureaucrats? See, what you have to do is you have to take back the power that has been, uh, you know, ceded to these unelected uh, bureaucrats. Take it back. We've got to get the federal government back in its own lane, right? And I think that uh, and the different branches of government, uh, you've got to do the job that you've been given to do. And I think that we've given away um, the, the rights and responsibilities of Congress to uh, the bureaucrats. I know that there's really good ones, but it's the frustrating thing is, is that they have the power to uh, go after industries they don't like. They have the power to uh, make uh, rules and regulations that heavily impact uh, you, your life, and you know, and you can't vote them out of office. You can't get at them. And and so that's why we need to bring the power back in Congress, because then they're the ones who are making those, you know, approving rules and regulations. And if you don't like what's going on, you know who whose uh, hand you need to slap. Sure. Let me ask you this. How has President Trump done in uh, leading this nation in the midst of this coronavirus? You know, I think that uh, he what I really appreciate about President Trump is that he did he did not bow to the pressure to just close down the entire nation. And he uh, gave those uh, that responsibility to governors. And uh, here in our state, I am very glad that our governor did not, again, bow to the pressure to close down the entire state. He issued a directive and and allowed the uh, more local authorities to make decisions on what was best for them. Here in Davis County, um, I think that uh, over the past four weeks, the numbers have gone down and down and down. Um, so I'm really proud of, of the people here in Davis County who are being safe and uh, uh, making good decisions. In the end, I want to make this point. In the end, it is our individual responsibility to make sure that we don't get sick, our families don't get sick. Um, I don't think the federal government, state government, local government, they can't always be, they can't protect you. You protect you. They're going to do the best they can to make sure you have the information that you need. But in the end, you have to be in charge of your own health and the health of, of those that you live with. So that's, and that's the hard truth that people don't want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got new unemployment numbers uh, nationwide today. 14.7% of America is unemployed right now. That, of course, coming as a direct result of our response to this coronavirus. Do you think that the day will come when we look back on the way we responded to this uh, and and see that we may have given up too much? Mm, yes, I think that we're already seeing that. I think that we already have people uh, who are speaking out and saying, too far, too far already. And um, if, as we look forward, um, 
I don't think this is going to be the last time that we have uh, a big uh, challenge to deal with. And we need to find ways for our government, not only local and state, but also federal, to be more nimble uh, and be able to uh, deal quickly and efficiently, but also um, not take on too much responsibility. Is it the federal government's responsibility to take charge of the economy? That, that's what they do in China. I don't think that that's what we should be doing here in the United States of America. All right. Fair enough. Uh, you have a website, uh, Mayor? For your campaign? Yes, thank you. It is katiewitt.com. It's K-A-T-I-E-W-I-T-T.com. Also on Facebook, Katie Witt for Congress. All right, very good. Katie Witt, Kaysville City Mayor, would like to represent Utah's 1st Congressional District, uh, replace Rob Bishop, who has announced his retirement. In fact, uh, running for lieutenant governor here in the great state of Utah. That's going to do it for this day's episode of Live, Mike. I'm grateful to you for tuning in today. There was so much ground we covered on the program. We started with some heartbreaking news, uh, but I remind you and plead you to remember that there, there are bright spots. There are reasons to believe that we are going to come out on the other side of this thing okay. And, of course, I'm talking about our battle against the coronavirus and all the ground we've given up. Some 14.7% of Americans are out of work right now. The good news on that front is that the overwhelming majority of that 14.7% has reported that their out-of-work status right now is only temporary in nature. I so hope that that's true, and I so hope that the job market follows the lead of the stock market and that we someday soon will not only have this coronavirus licked, but have America open for business and back to work. Uh, I'm going into this weekend with a little bit of a broken heart as I think about those Americans out of work. Those are our brothers and our sisters and our moms and dads, and it's a a heartbreaking thing. But there is reason to be optimistic. We just need to stay the course. We just need to continue to exercise the discipline that has already yielded such great results, not only here in the state of Utah, but as the days tick by, we see across the nation. That's it for me. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Stick around. Next up, you're going to have some expert broadcasting by... Jeff Kaplan as he brings you Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news here on KSL News Radio.